Hi, this is John Doe, back again guys for another commentary. So today I'm checking out the pilot episode for True Detective. So season one, episode one, entitled The Long Bright Dark. If you want to sync up with my commentary, uh, set the timestamp to zero, episode on pause. I'll give you a countdown in five. Uh, just to note, this aired... 2014 and it was directed by Akari Joji Fukunaga. Um, yeah, the pilot episode. So looking forward to this. Obviously seen it before. It's one of the all-time great pilot episodes. So if you want to sync up with me, guys, I'll give you a countdown in five. It's just under an hour as well. So in five, four, three, two, one, hit play. HBO intro, very nice. Oh, wonderful title sequence. Music's amazing. Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. They're almost brothers. To me, they are brothers. Blood brothers. Acting chums. Fabulous opening. So music by T-Bone. Is it Burnett? Yeah, this is wonderful, man. Highly stylized, but um, yeah, sort of setting up the terrain. Yeah, it's very, very nice. Wonderful opening. Sort of setting up the characters as well, or what's to come. So Matthew McConaughey is playing the character of Rust. Cole and Woody Harrelson's Marty Hart. Very different in terms of like character dynamics, but you'd have to say they work fairly well as like a double act, you know? Sort of like polar opposites. So Nick, a true detective, credits just jump by. There it is. Nick, I won't attempt to pronounce his surname, he's Italian. And we open. Oh, so nighttime silhouette. Is that uh? Oh Jesus, man, creepy. What the fuck? Oh shit! Lighting something. It's sacrificial. It's dark. Blazing fire in the distance. Beautiful cinematography here. Yeah, wonderful, man. Yeah, you don't see a great deal. So we're on a camera lens, record. So this is old Woody Harrelson. So Louisiana State Police CID. It's a 2012. And Marty Hart's giving a statement, testimonial. Tax man. Yeah, I've always enjoyed uh, Woody Harrelson. Um, and I've got to give him credit in regards to, like, acting choices. A lot of the roles he's ended up playing, I think you've you got to say he's very much played, like, the diversity card, isn't he? He's a bit of a chameleon. Seems to be able to blend in and out of different genres, different, like, subject matters, you know? 
I think he's very underrated, is old Woody Harrelson. I mean, a lot I'll see going on, coming on to McConaughey. I mean, he tends to receive all of the accolades done in regards to acting. But yeah, let's give uh, Woody Harrelson a bit of a shout out as well. I mean, he can more than hold his own. Fuck me, look at McConaughey here. So this is a rust, Rustin Spencer Cull. Okay, so April 26th, 2012. Looks wonderful with the scraggly long hair. And the moustache kind of like looping round. He's wonderful, isn't he? Absolute masterclass incoming here from Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. Wow, absolutely ki- killing it with the accent, isn't he? In previous cases, yes, I'm an actor. <laughs> Give me an Oscar. Golden Globe, I'll take the lots. 1995, I was experiencing a, what you would call a, a reconnaissance. Wow, beautiful. Aerial landscape shot. Fabulous, man. So narratively, it's... Yeah, so here they are as... Um, uh, sort of going undercover, aren't they? A double act working together. So crime scene incoming. So I think it's a body, if I recall. We've yet to sort of jump into uh, Russ uh, Cole's sort of like bleak nihilism, but it's very much incoming, guys. Guys and girls, anybody listening? Wow, look at this man. What is this strange murder tableau? What the fuck is this man? She's got like antlers. What sick fuck assembled this man? It's like he's assembled antlers on this dead female corpse. And I'm guessing that's not our own hair. Oh, the symbolism here is really, really disturbing, man. Jesus Christ. Russ don't care, though. He's straight in there, isn't he? Yeah, possibly satanic paganistic yeah there's obviously meaning behind this symbolism isn't there Jesus meticulous isn't it meticulous killer took his time to assemble all of this and what is the end goal man And the fact that he's positioned this carcass underneath this tree as well. So stab wounds. Got your perceptive type, uh, McConaughey. I think the music's very, very effective here. Um, yeah, subtly in the backgrounds. Uh, 
Yeah, there's, there's a beautiful, like, eerie stillness to the staging of this sequence. Cinematography spectacular. The acting is obviously unbelievable. Great intercut in here. So, yeah, they've really established this. So, retrospectively, sort of like flashing back with these, like, testimonials, intercutting the two characters. Yeah, I do enjoy the structure to uh, Season 1 of True Detective, i.e. the uh, the constant sort of going back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> He's a bit of both. You're not regular, Woody. You're a complete shit heel. Marty Hart. Yeah, he's no saint at all. I mean, both characters have got their flaws. But to me, that's what makes them extremely compelling to watch on screen. State Police. Wow, this is just unbelievable, this opening, man, isn't it? I mean, you're like... I mean... Already I'm on edge as an audience viewer. You're like, who in their right mind killed this girl in this manner, man? It's truly, truly disturbing. So, um, Rust is a bit of a artist, isn't he? Yeah. He's very, he's getting into it, isn't he? Nice. So is this... Have they just come back? Interesting. Timelines. Wow, Rust, baby. It's the bare minimum, isn't it? He's just sort of sleeping on a mattress, barely assembled bed. Clearly, it's just a room full of books. Forensic science are locked on to. Is it really like minimalism existence? I mean, you get the impression regarding... Oh, my God, this corpse, man. Jesus, man. Unbelievable. What a spectacular opening. We're 10 minutes in, so... Crime scene element number five? Rust. Yeah, the symbolism from above. A meta-psychotic as he chugs on, on his cigarette. Jesus, man. Jesus, God, help us all. Is this the start of many? Ugh, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. It's a fantasy answer. I'm not entirely sure if that's a real girl or if they've, um, i.e. some kind of like prop corpse. Hard to say, isn't it? Because if it obviously it's a real actress, she's sort of having to, uh, I don't know, she's all dressed down and she's maintaining that 
still position could potentially i think it probably is a real girl that they bathed in uh makeup and uh antlers and fake hair <laughs> he's just speculating right now marty i get where you're coming from you know Polar opposites here, these two. Marty's like, let's cut to the chase, speak your mind, whereas Rust, he's, he's all about the, the inner details of psychology. So he's able to ascertain so much immediately from this crime scene in regards to like the inner workings of the... Normally, in a case like this, you've got to assume it's a man. Is it an individual? It could potentially be a group, you know? Because there are, you know, you've got to suggest, if you're here, you're thinking, you know, satanic, potentially like satanic underpinnings to this murder, you know? Ritualistic. Oh, the character, the dynamics between these two is beautifully played right now. So is this the coroner? Russ, don't care. He's... Right, okay. So I guess they've got to do a complete search, haven't they? Take hours, wouldn't it? I love it how he's just um cigarette in the coffee cup. Yeah, so in regards to how it's intercutting here. Oh look, he's on edge. Oh he's got flowers. Oh are you a romantic type, are you rust? Look like somebody's just died in his family. I love these aerial shots, man. Wow, and the voiceover. Here we go. Bleak nihilism incoming. Strap yourselves in. It's all one ghetto, this bleak fucking existence. We're in the gutter, man. Do you want to get a whiff of my fucking nihilism, Marty? Ha ha ha, oh yeah. Is he a believer? No way, man. Meditation, interesting. What, Adam and Eve? Okay. In the bleakness of his own existence. It's all uh, like existential, isn't it, with Rust, you know?
Now, when it's drawn him, it's it's manifesting through Russ these like this crime scene that they've just experienced. Marty's like, "Oh shit! So you're all about this, man." <laughs> He's not a social animal, Marty. Haven't you locked onto this yet, mate? Look at him, man. Jesus, man. He's almost... Oh, God. No, he's like... Oh, it's the nihilism. It, uh, is it what's going on here, Russ? self lo He loathes humanity. He, he, he loathes his own existence, you know? When we're really nothing, you know? <laughs> like it. What? Suicide? Nah, it's... Degree of truth that I think we'd, we're overly populated. There's no denying that, you know? We're breeding away too heavily as a species. That's fucked you up. Fuck me, Russ. Are you trying to justify the actions of this crazed psychotic we're trying to uh, pin down, you know? <laughs> Marty's like pipe down, Rust. Fantastic dialogue sequences. God, fuck me, man. you got a bad taste in your mouth, Rust. How long has that been that bad taste been lingering for? Your entire your entire life, mate. <laughs> Marty's like, all I want from you is silence. So who killed me? Stacy Gerhardt's oh, Jesus, now they're gonna talk about dinner. Marty's like, really? Back to normality, eh, Rust? No, I, I don't doubt that for a second. You don't drink. You don't socialise. Yeah, Marty's like, that's going to be a real table. A table killer if you start talking like that, mate. Everybody will be walking out. Ha, 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 ha. So are we two lads precinct? That's fantastic, this, and it's apps crime scene in division. Absolutely every moment, every beat, the whole thing's just simmering, isn't it? You know? Yeah, if you're talking like greatest pilot episodes of all time, true detectives, easily top five, isn't it, you know? How do you, yes, he's got to explain, like, how, yeah, surreal, and the fucking antlers, it's just like, it's unprecedented, isn't it, you know? It's probably, if they're going to have to do a press conference, probably a good idea not to mention the fucking antlers, you know? Because that's going to trigger the fuck. that will trigger the general public, you know?
<laughs> well, yeah, we're going to get into that throughout the entire season. I mean, today, guys, I'm only covering the pilot, but there's every chance I may run through the entire sort of season one. Um, yeah, I mean, clearly, Rust. This is I got this weird thing where I see. Then we're not really. I think. In the latter episode, you're going to start to get into the the killer, the person they're looking for. But there's this whole angle where Rust and this like serial killer they're not they're not like a million miles away from me. Rust is very much got almost like the psychology of a killer, you know, just in regards to the way he thinks, you know. That's why he's perfectly. He's the best guy for the job, you know, because he can think like they do. Ha 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 ha, nice. So what is it, lads? Go over the evidence. They're working late as well. So Rust is heading off. So have they got anything to go off this girl? The body. <laughs> He's certainly on edge right now, isn't he? Old Rust. You figure you'd work the case. You're loving the case, Russ. The darker the better, isn't it? I'm not saying he's getting off on this, but he... I mean, Russ, he's only engaged if it's super bleak and serious, so he'd be loving this right now. Look at him. It's in his element. So, who is he tracking here? She's not a prostitute, is she? I don't know. Oh, is he looking for some action? He's rocking out in some seedy bar room. Oh, Jesus, Rust. You really are a man of excess. Okay, so he's questioning. Okay. He's a brilliant detective, isn't he? Um... Just this capacity to like infiltrate like dark dark spaces, mixing with like shady individuals, each man, you know. Yeah, I do like the editing right now. How we're sort of just you just we're sort of just getting snippets, aren't we? As, as we like jump back and forth. So this is really interesting. This is like Marty's home life. Um, family man to some extent, but I mean, he's got his own demons and problems as well. Uh, I think if you're working in a job of this nature, of course you're going to develop a kind of like a drinking problem, excessively smoking.
<laughs> nice. I think they're going to need uh, rust. I think they're going to need a little bit more details than this. Yeah, they see a lot of girls, don't they? Yeah, anybody gone missing recently? Lysa and Destiny, potentially two leads. Interesting. Yeah, Russ, he's not getting a great deal here, but... Is he going to leave her his card? Okay, he's giving her not a tip, but for your time. Kind of nice. Uh, he just wants to get this other girl by herself, I guess. That's interesting. Clever. God, he's so serious, man, isn't he? Absolute masterclass right now from uh, Matthew McConaughey, you know? He doesn't sleep. Jesus, man. He's like, it's like life's putting him through the ringer, but he, he keeps coming back. You know? So I think this is uh, Marty's wife here. Yeah? Talk about mirror opposites. When you look at like Marty's home life, the family, and then you jump to Russ's desolate, empty apartment. You know? Really sets up the two characters beautifully done it, you know? Contrasting personality types. But you do look at, like, Marty here, and to me, he looks like a, a fish out of water with the family set up, you know? He, he's like Rust. He's, it's the job, the nature of his job. Um, I mean, is it wearing him down to some extent? I guess so when you work in this sort of like crime division, of course, very, I mean, the shit they've just seen with this girl with the antlers, this body, very difficult to come, come home to your family and just start acting normal, you know? I guess that's the brilliant thing about Rust as a character. He's not got the distractions in his like private life, so he's able to, sort of solely focus on his work, you know? Because he hasn't got all these, like, external distractions going on, you know? I mean, look, he's already, like, he's done all this work, all this, like, detective work outside of work, you know? So here we go, the body... There's no doubt about it. There's going to be other clues with this girl. Because it looks like the killer. So it looks like 
potentially it was her like natural hair, I'm guessing. So she was dosed up on drugs. Drugged, bound, tortured. Is this some like, like religious symbolism to the antlers? I have no idea, man. So it's deer antlers. Jesus, Rust, why are you asking this guy? He ain't gonna know. Yeah, something to these antlers. Rust is looking on, he's like, right. Can I figure out the mystery, the puzzle, you know? Definitely making a statement, any this killer. <laughs> oh my god, the dialogue. Someone's memory of a town, it's fading. God, fucking hell. McConaughey's got some absolute zingers in this uh, season one of True Detective, hasn't he? Yeah, Marty, you need to be like me, mate. Get bleak. Get with the bleakness. Oh, Marty, why haven't you embraced the more of a desolate, you know, existence? Why don't you ditch your family and come and live with me? We can bleak it out together. So, occult murder. Okay. So there are, are there any leads, satanic cults nearby that can potentially look into? So she's 28. I doubt if any of all these lads looking on are going to want this job, man. You can give it to somebody. Russ, Russ, your man. Great music again. I mean, these locations are unbelievable, man. Very much sort of mirroring the psychology of the situation. These desolate, empty, bleak landscapes. This random girl just waving at rust. It just doesn't, it doesn't like register with him, does it? Okay, man, here we go, man. Jesus, Marty's like, every time we're driving around, here comes the next big 
bleak speech from Russ, man. I'm done with it. Stop fucking talking. Yeah, if I recall right, the guy that they're after, he, he I think he, he lives out in the middle of nowhere. And it's a beautiful reveal as well. I don't think it's at the end of this episode when we lock on to the killer for the first time, man. It's truly disturbing. What I love about this season one is the fact that they're shooting a lot of this out on location for real. It doesn't have like add to like the atmosphere, you know. Yeah, it's just an unbelievable in terms of like setting the scene. I mean, these landscapes feel like a character in a in of of themselves, you know. Yeah, you can never underestimate it when you... If you can shoot for real, yeah, try and do it, man. Great symbolism here as Russ just approaching the crucifix. It's a need-to-know basis, mate. Just answer our questions. Yeah, these strange uh, symbols, man. That certainly got to be connected to... It just feels very cultish, doesn't it, you know? Bird traps, interesting. It's hard to say right now in regards to this killer if he's leaving a um a trail if he's like here are the clues can you figure out the mystery come and find me you know he's dangling a carrot Sheriff Tate. So Russ called it. He said this is not the first time he's done it. Oh, man. So do they have a series of, like, oh, I'm guessing missing girl cases? Little girl getting chased through the woods. Certainly something they need to potentially look into, you know? Green-haired spaghetti monster. What the hell, man? Oh, McConaughey's like, time out. Time out of his method acting. Now get it said, I'm gonna get another cigarette. There is method in my madness. 
You want to pick my brain? My brain's like the vastness of infinite space. So dark. I'm so nihilistic, baby. It's past noon. Days off from uh, bleaking it up, eh? Rust. Don't interrupt my fucking nihilism. It feeds my soul. Christ, these two are like, fucking hell, can we get out of this room? He's too fucking dark. They're looking at him like, fuck me, man. As I said, he's just got... He's a detective, but he could be a killer. I think that's why I love the character so much, man. Perfect guy for the job, isn't he? You know? Yeah, they can. It's too... I think it's going to trigger the public. A lot of the taboo symbolism involved in this ritualistic murder. I think you've got to keep it quiet for the time being, you know? So what are they doing? Cross-examining people inside? Yeah, really enjoying the uh, detective work right now with these two. Fabulous. Huh? Yeah, so one week today, guys. Uh, season four of uh, True Detectives coming out. So one of the main reasons why I'm jumping into the pilot of season one. Yeah, season four. Set in Alaska, starring Jodie Foster. I don't know great deal about it but it looks um super cold super bleak sign me up man it looks great man and hopefully it's returned to form um yeah i've seen all of the seasons so far um season two is extremely disappointing i thought um season three was fairly decent and obviously season one what we're obviously what we're watching here is truly iconic you know it's the high point so i'm interested to see where um season four falls you know yeah hopefully it's returned to form i think with obviously with jodie foster's involvement there's every chance it will be a uh return to form she's normally a seal of uh quality you know So as it stands, they don't seem to be getting very far right now. <laughs> so um, Russ is cracking open the Lone Stars. Fuck me, man. Excess. He doesn't care, though. I mean, he sees life as a hex, so the excess ain't going to bother him, you know? Or, or whatever it takes to get through the day, you know? I'm going to smoke, I'm going to drink, alcohol, coffee. 
Why should I care? Yeah, so very cool this narratively. So this is obviously I think if I recall right, this is po this is the aftermath interview, isn't it? Ha 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 ha. Christ man. Drunk sequence incoming. <laughs> so brilliant how we're jumping back to this moment. So what's going on with Rusty, man? He's on the fucking brink, you know? I mean, he's constantly on the brink. What am I even saying? Christ, yeah, of course. I mean, a guy like this, to me, constantly seems so, like, strained by life. Yeah, drinking's going to be obviously a big no-no, you know. It's just going to trigger him even more. Kind of enjoy Marty here. He's certainly... It's no doubt there's a friendship between the pair of them. Um... I can't for one second say they're like best of friends, but yeah, there's no doubt Marty looking out for his uh, partner, you know. There's also that look in his eyes, though. You see, uh, somewhat wary, intimidated by Rust. Just his general demeanour, innit? I think it I think you would, you, you'd be like, I don't want to get too close to this guy. Because, you know, potentially take me into a dark place, you know. How fucking awkward is this sequence, man? Polar opposites, isn't it? Oh, Russ, like, yeah, I've killed many people. Oh, yeah. Do you want me to go into the... Inner, inner workings of a dead body, little girl. So I think the wife. Yeah, I think she starts to develop a little bit of a thing for her rust. I kind of enjoying Rust here. He's not really making eye contact with anybody. He's just probably, I don't know, sort of like squirming in his seat. It's like a social situation. Tap me out, you know? No, lady, I ain't got time for women. Women. Crux. Oh, yeah, I tried it once. Got bored. Next question. Uh, 
I don't know if we're going to start locking on to um, Marty's been playing away. I don't think we get any of that in this episode, but... A one? Surely not. Oh, what? Fucking hell, man. So did all of this, Russ pass, is this what triggered him? Because the impression I get, he's always been like this, you know? Oh, Jesus. Can it get any more awkward than this, man? I kind of feel for the wife here. She's made an effort. Kind of interesting, though. She's certainly asking the questions that you can guarantee Marty's never really... I can't for one second imagine Marty asking Russ anything about, like, have you got a lady in your life? I mean, he just won't care, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Marty's like, have you ever driven about with this guy during the day? That's enough, man. Don't ask him questions, you know? Oh, nice, nice. Compliment from Rust. I think you've got to take it, man. Yeah, he's very elusive, isn't he, Rust? There's certainly things going on in his private life that he just doesn't want to... He just doesn't want to involve other people, you know? Brilliant eye acting here from Woody. That's fabulous, son. Oh, it gets... Yeah. Yeah, their relationship uh, throughout the entire season becomes a little bit fractured, you know? So they've not spoken in 10 years, man. Passage of time is kind of interesting here. Arguably the best of the best, you know. Best man for the job. Job of this nature. Music's creeping in. Yeah, what's that got to do? I mean, are they trying to ascertain? Is it something to do with Russ's uh, personality, you know? What stories? Yeah, these two guys interviewing are very um, vague, aren't they? Is it a case they want... Marty to spill the beans about rust. So as it stands, they literally have nothing right now. 
Fuck off, mate. Fuck him up, Cole. Yeah? You want to come at me, mate? I'm on death's fucking doorstep. Let's go 12 fucking rounds, man. Fuck me, man. Russ would absolutely destroy this fucking oaf. Back down, mate. Yeah, do not fuck with Russ, man. Dang, so fucking dangerous, man. And you just just got to pick up on his general psychological state to realise, back away, man. You just don't want to go, don't fuck with somebody like that, man. So enough talking, I think we need to get out on foot, man. Oh, here we go. Religious angle incoming. Yeah, this is going to formulate, become part of the bread trail, this, this religious angle. Is there an individual? I'm really enjoying how this pilot episode very much taking its time, a slow burner. I feel like they need to be... Uh, this guy's heading off. Not saying he knows something, but... Hmm, a little bit... Something off about this guy. What the fuck? Anti-Christian fucks. <laughs> Brilliant. God, I got all these fucking elements getting all these... Well, I don't say overly qualified people who, who know fuck all about this case, you know? Ross don't fucking care, man. He speak his mind. Oh, uh, so this is Marty's little bit of ass. This girl he's getting it on with on the download, on the sly. Look. Oh, yeah. Walk me through them, hun. Yeah, so Marty, man, playing away, isn't it? And Russ is probably suspecting, but he won't give two fucking shits, you know? Domestic problems, not my problem. Great music. Really nice sets the scene, doesn't it? Mirrors the locales. So what is that? Marty's last beer can. Fucking smashing it, isn't he? He's all about intuition. Oh, God. Where are we heading to, love? Oh, God. So, is this guy senile? 
That's handicapped. Is it he or she? I love Russ, man. Constantly looking around. Like, clues, you know, design up the terrain. Constantly so perceptive, man. Whereas Marty seems not awkward, but he's very—he's a by the book kind of like detective, you know. Where Rust is very, his motivations all—it's all internal with Rust, isn't it? You know. Let him. Right. Why don't you let the other person talk if they if they can actually communicate? Oh, we're going into the light. Brilliant transitional shot outside. That's fabulous, man. Yeah, look at Rust here, man. Just eyeing up everything. Is there any kind of, like, clue? Absolute thoroughbred, isn't he? You know? Wow, look at this terrain, man. Jesus, man. It's just like everything's... Every, everywhere's just completely run down, man. There's some empty shed. Looks like there's some kind of like doll on the ground. Oh, what has he got? So it's no, it's not even a wasted journey. Him just wandering off over into the corner and he's found something. Look at him. Yeah, I really enjoy now this. How it's the pace. Every it's taking its time. It's fabulous, man. So what is it? They're not showing us. Oh, is it some? Oh, it's, it's the figurine. Oh, fuck me, man. Ah, oh, so that's a massive piece of evidence. Now, finally, they're getting somewhere. So, who planted that? Is it was it the killer? Carry the kids out. <laughs> They've had enough, man. Probably run out of fucking sight, man. Or this? Oh no, he's coming back. I thought it's going to be a good cop, bad cop, and the other guy leaves, and then the other one's going to start getting aggressive. Not quite. Wow. 
Jesus, man. So she's almost like being like, I don't know, well, strapped up, crucified. And again, more symbolism. Oh, shit. So they got him in 95 and there's another one. Could be some kind of copycat. Why would I know? Russ is slightly he's almost done with the case. Yeah, you don't want to look. Ah, <laughs> interesting. You've not been asking the right questions. Fabulous, man. They were about to close the episode. Ah, oh, it's just wonderful. Outstanding, man. Absolutely outstanding pilot episode to True Detective Season 1. Going to get this uploaded, guys. Um, if there's an audience out there for a commentary of this nature, I will potentially close off Season 1. Just to know, so obviously I've mentioned the fact that Season four's airing next week. I'm going to be releasing my first commentary episode for season four episode one so that'll be dropping on monday i'm going to cover the entire season four guys so do check that out as i said it'll be kind of interesting obviously because it'll be a first time reactionary commentary so entirely up to you i mean if you're checking out true detective season four for yourself you've got options if you want to tune in with me or if you want to watch the episode first and then listen to the commentary or if you don't fucking care beautiful it's all good so this is me john doe signing off it's been very bleak today as we've been covering true detective season one episode one bye now